Because, see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been through all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of love, very where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of us thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and Latoya, it's second to none. Hi, welcome to another episode of Barry and Latoya in the Stacks. <laughs> Is that your name now, Latoya in no, the Stacks? Because you said Barry, another episode of Barry and Latoya. Well, you, and I figured like, you'd say and Latoya, and then we would say together in, in the, the Stacks. Stacks. But that's saying the title backwards. It sounds so weird. Well, I guess, but that see, sounds dirtier. But see, to me, I like leading with it's Barry and Latoya in, in the, the Stacks. Stacks, as opposed to in the Stacks with, because that makes it sound like we could be replaced. Well, you tell me all the well, time. That's true. I, yeah, I did audition, actually, your replacement last week. Yeah, I did listen to it, and yeah. I, I was a little worried for a minute. Yeah, and but then then I was Amber, like, Amber's okay. You know, she 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 plays well off of me and, uh, and shows me proper respect. I do that sometimes. Mm, rarely. <laughs> rarely. And usually only if you want something. Um, that's true. But, I mean, I am a female. That's, that's how true. it works. Now, we have an action-packed show today. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have um, Andrew Smith. He's going to come by and tell us the harrowing story of how he lost the a tip finger. of his, his yeah. pinky. Um, it was not a work-related accident, no. thankfully. No, no. Um, <laughs> I guess it sounds terrible. Oh, I'm glad he did it when he wasn't at work. But, uh, he was on his lunch break. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it did not happen at the Golden Pantry, no matter what you might have heard. Right. Um, now, we are going to upload the photos of his finger to, really? our, to our Facebook oh page. Oh, my gosh. But we're going to have to put a little tag on it, because it might... It might upset people. Uh, it upset me because yeah. I didn't even want to see it, and he yeah. sent it to me anyway. And like I said, on a on an iPhone, you, you don't really have the it. option of yeah. If you want to not see the photo, yeah. it pops up, and it's like ew, okay. Yeah, maybe we'll have to put it like on our, our server behind a password or something. You know, yeah, and only people who are listening to the show and want to see it. <laughs> but um, and then of course we're gonna have uh Tommy Hancock, who's the uh, editor in chief of Pro Se Productions. Mm -hmm. uh, he's gonna stop by and be our chump. And uh, before we get too far into the show, we should remind people that the views and opinions expressed on this show are merely for comedic purposes and do not reflect the opinions or viewpoints of the Library Board of Trustees, uh, of our employees, of the, the library system, system as a whole, or, or us, even us. As so if you're offended, it's <laughs> all on you. So, yeah. That'll really hold up, I imagine. It's like, well, I gave the disclaimer that if you got offended, it's just exactly, and we were just saying things to say things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just makes it sound kind of irresponsible. It does. But uh, yeah, so um, the library is still open, and uh, that's always good. And, you know, for people who've been paying attention, which I think is you know us. I'm not even sure Allie's still really paying attention. We we guilted know. him into making comments about yeah. previous episodes, but he didn't comment on last week's. Episode. I think he lost interest. I saw him here at the library yesterday, but I yeah. think maybe he's lost interest. In well, us. I think I think it's because he actually came in the studio and saw us, yeah. and, and then he realized because I imagine people just listening, they think it's some magical thing going on, and yeah. uh, actually it's not. <laughs> it's not at all actually. And people are thinking, oh, you know, Barry and Latoya, it's like this is like their shtick, and then they realize no, they just argue all the time. Yep, we do. And uh, and then it just turns them off. But uh, anyway, so if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that um, we've been anticipating huge cuts from the state. Um, they are going to come. 
uh, RPLAC, which is the Regents Public Library Advisory Committee, uh, did meet yesterday and thankfully did not recommend to the state the plan that they had initially come up with, which would have basically put... Um, Latoya out of a job. Yeah, <laughs> put, basically put Latoya out of a job. Um, you know, and, I, and, and to my credit, I argued against that. Yes, yes, you did. You did. <laughs> Um, I spoke to someone at the state today, and they're saying every time they think about any kind of changes like this, uh they immediately think of the two of us. Um, Because we are kind of in the minority with regards to being a single. Yeah, me and you. (laughs) And our system. And the fact that our system is a minority in the state. We are a single county Mm -hmm. um, system. In addition, we're also considered rural. Yes. but they think about the fact that, uh, of course, the proposal had been that basically each system gets one paid state position and then yeah. you just kind of fend for yourself for everything else. As it stands, each system gets two and then there's other guidelines as to how you could have more. But for single county systems, generally it just means you have two. So if you lose one, you're essentially losing more than likely an assistant director or something like that. Yeah, and you're not going to lose the director. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But, well, and um, actually you can't because, right. because everyone has, has to. to have a director. Right. So, so, But no, he says he often thinks about us because of just how our tiny system, our, our role in the big picture, and the fact that you know we do contribute <laughs> quite a bit to you know, pines and all that as a whole. And, and probably the fact that I bitch on, on the mailing list. That too. could be maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it, yeah. yeah. But no, it, I think, well, when he made, when he told me, he made it sound pleasant. So it was... It was this Christopher feels. Evans? Yes, it was. Yes. I'm not trying to, like, call yeah. people out on the show. Oh, no, I mean, it's a good thing, though. Chris does a great job at the state. Yeah, but I don't um, want to give the impression that he's, like, siding with us oh, or no, anything Oh, no, no, like well, he didn't that. say that. He just said they, oh, yeah. you know, they try and keep us in mind because yeah. we're... We're an example so, yeah, of a library system that doesn't. To, right. to what's going yeah. on, not just a statistic. Or a, He's supposed to be sending me a music CD. So yeah, he mentioned that when yeah. I talked to I him. I sent him one a few weeks ago, introduced him to some quality music. Yeah, I heard that you told me your wife is concerned because y'all are doing You're the doing whole mixtapes. Mix tapes yeah, and stuff. Like, well, is he attractive at least? <laughs> but um, yeah, I sent him uh, some Cheryl Cole. Um, Good music. Uh, a couple of Take That songs and uh, some Robbie Williams. Oh, okay. Um, and he said, he mentioned that he loved the Cheryl Cole and actually liked the Robbie stuff more than he expected to. He didn't ah. mention Take That. Oh, okay. So maybe he didn't like <laughs> Take That stuff. But uh, I know he listens to a lot of music when he's working out and stuff, so he probably likes the up-tempo stuff, which is, you know, the, the yeah. Cheryl Cole stuff probably. So anyway. But yeah, so this, the Arplex, uh suggestion yesterday uh, to the state which, what well, to GPLS, which then has to make a recommendation to, to the state, state um, is actually one that I'm better with. Um, Not completely happy with, No, but no. Happier. It, it would be a, the suggestion is that we would take a 16.33333333% cut next year from the state, which basically means we, state money-wise, we would have no materials money and virtually no SSG. I mean, we'd have like $400. Something like that, yeah. yes. Which to put that in in you know in terms for you, um, a set of encyclopedias, a new set is over a thousand. About yeah, so well it's like about nine hundred and something. Yeah, so, so yeah, we, we wouldn't have, even buy we, that. We could buy the A through the L. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But uh, but basically uh, that we would still though have our two state paid positions, uh, which is preferable mm-hmm. because uh, if we had lost that state paid position, it would be more monetarily that we would have to take a hit on mm-hmm. locally and. Um, a lot of people, you know, 
would think that, oh, this means they'll have no books next year, but we are a little bit different than some library systems in that the state money is, in the grand scheme of things, icing. icing. Um, that's not to say we don't need it. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we get about a, around 150000 from the state before all these cuts. Yeah, and that's including yeah. salaries and everything. Right. And then from locally, though, we have over 700000 Mm. Yeah. Is it? I yeah. thought it was like it was more like 500 and something no. thousand. No, it was like 726 something. Really? Yeah. No, that's horrible. I'm supposed to know this. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, so, you know, for us, um, the local money is the majority of our budget. Right. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to get any more local money nope. anytime soon because nope. of this horrible thing called the service, service delivery agreement. Um which they didn't consult us on. No. They didn't ask our opinions on it because I would have told them that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I actually dreamt um, about the, this last night. Oh, that I would go on a rant again? No, about well, most well, specifically about the service delivery agreement. I, I dreamed that I was like in a group uh, of library administrators yeah. and I was discussing our system and how it works and more specifically talking about the service delivery agreement and how we were not consulted <laughs> on this thing that affected yeah. us. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, yeah, the way, it, the way it's set up is the city and county um, have to agree on our budget increases. Despite the fact that they're both on different fiscal years. Yes. Well, the count, that was the county's yes. additional yes. jabbiness with a stick by moving to it. Now, they're on January through December. The city's on July through June. And, um, yeah, yeah, and so they have to agree on our increases, which, of course, getting them to agree on anything, getting them to agree that it was sunny outside. It's not an easy thing to well, do. Well, just period. I mean, if you're, especially if you're on two different fiscal years, yeah. no one can say with any real certainty, you know, okay, in the county's case, if they're halfway through theirs, they're yeah. not going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to agree to give you an increase next year. Yeah. It, it just, yeah, it, it's a mess. And there's unfortunately no motivation for them to fix it. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of well, like whatever. And I... And I don't want to. I don't want to say every city councilman mm -hmm. or every county commissioner feels this way because some of them I think do use the library and, and support us. But uh, in general, I think we're just not very important to them. Right. I think that they, as long as they know we're that the library exists, yeah, and they, it's don't, there, they don't. They don't like, think oh, okay. about us. They don't yeah. care. And you know, uh, while a couple of them do use us, most of them never set foot in here. Right. Don't even know where the building is. Uh, you know, that's just the flat out truth even though we're behind City Hall. Well, it's like you said, you know, it's unfortunate um, because a lot of their constituents use the facility. Yeah. But then again, too, not all of them are voters. Well, yeah. you know, a lot of the people who use this the most are not the kind of people who are going to go to a city council meeting and say, you right. should support the library. They just aren't. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, yeah, we're going to need to change the topic before I say stuff that's going to just offend yeah, because this is like forever. It's recorded and it's forever. But it's, it's very unfair. It is very unfair, that service delivery agreement. Mm -hmm. Terribly. And, it's, and, and know, again, I was talking it's not to somebody, to say... I was talking to somebody at the city the other day mm -hmm. who actually said to me, said, oh, well, I guess you're not going to be coming to the city meetings anymore soon, huh? And I said, why not? <laughs> I was like, what do I, what do I, I not know? Yeah. And he said, oh, well, you know, soon the county's going to be paying for you guys. And I said, it's well, like, no, soon entirely. the county will be the majority. But I said, the city's always going to be under the service delivery agreement, yeah. 42%. Yeah. I said, you know, I suppose I, I might still come. Because just like we're going to be audited by them for the next two years. Yeah. So. And, uh, and they're like, oh, I'd just go where my bread was being buttered, you know. And, and It's like, well, the... But I think I think maybe there is some sense at the city of like soon we're going to be on the, we're going to be the county's problem. 
Yeah, which like, doesn't no. make any sense because no. yeah, I mean it really is almost a fifty fifty split. Yeah. So no, we're both we're both y'all's problems. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I was about to say I was gonna interject something along those lines, um, but. Yeah, I, I do think it's unfortunate. It's unfair. Oh, I was going to say, it, regardless of if they had consulted us, it's not like realistically they were ever going to give us a, uh, an increase. However, it would have put us in a far better position. Well, yeah, we, we'd have the possibility. Right. Now it's like, no, not I mean, going to happen. Because <laughs> right now the city's in a better financial situation than the county. Mm-hmm. Now, they, who knows, maybe they would give us two or $3,000 extra. Which is, you know, pennies. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But now now they don't have to even think about it. Right. Because the county's already said, we're not giving you any more money for the next two years. I was like, oh, okay, great. And so the city <laughs> then knows, well, they it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, they can say, oh, yeah, we'd love to give you guys money. But, but the county darn that us. county, yeah. yeah. Darn that county. So that might be the name of the episode, Darn That County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do we have anything better to talk about for the library? It's October, so I guess that means the children's department's Back in action. Yeah, they are. Um, There's been a lot of decorating across the system. That's always fun when we talk in our, our weekly meetings. There seems to be decorating occurring all the time. So yeah. they're decorating for Halloween, and that's coming up. Yeah, my son's uh, very excited about Halloween. Well, he has like a kick-ass outfit, so yeah. how could he not be excited? Yeah, he's going to be Boba Fett this year, and uh, his mom... Uh, magically transformed a uh, sweatsuit into Boba Fett's armor. Uh, it looks really, really cool. It those is of you, awesome. Those of you who are lucky enough to be my Facebook friend. Lucky enough. Uh, Just send him a request. He'll, he'll friend you. Well, that's it. I dropped a bunch of people. Yeah, but you'll... There's a bunch still. of snakes out there. Whatever. Well, and this... I was going to mention this. I was, <laughs> I was going to mention this in my segment, but you know that... I guess it was as of yesterday or something, Facebook has made some changes to They're Facebook. always making changes. I know, really. Apparently, they're going to allow you to be able to download your profile so you can use it in other ways. Because, you know, Facebook is always kind of locked down with how they are with stuff. Um, so you can download it. Download but, your profile? Yeah, your profile information so you can, you know, integrate it into other social networking sites if you want or however. <laughs> but in addition to that, they're instituting groups in a different form than how they normally have their groups. This way you can kind of divide up what I've mentioned before, wishing that you could separate your people out by like family and mm-hmm. coworkers. Well, now it's apparently integrated into into Facebook. I, I haven't looked you could into do it. That with, with, you um, can do filters, filters. Yeah. but yeah, but now apparently it's an actual distinguishable stuff. I'm gonna look into it, which kind of bites because what was it like two weeks ago? I went ahead and just kicked all my coworkers off of my mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook list because I don't use filters. Yeah, and I dropped uh, pretty much everybody off too. So. so, so I'm like, if this does work, I may friend them back. I, mean, I don't. I know. wouldn't. I wouldn't let friend. If I were them, I'd be like, no. That friended me the first time. Yeah, but that was only because I don't use filters, yeah. and you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look to see because at least you know I do have like friends and then family members. So I'm gonna at least try those two first mm-hmm. once I look to see all the specifics of it. But but I thought now, it was now, one thing you know I, I think we've talked about this before. People who can set their wall to like only certain people. Yeah. Um, I discovered the other day another one of my friends when I went to their wall. You know, I can't see their wall. But they see mine because they had commented on something of mine. Right. And, um, and so I dropped that person. If I can't see, if you don't want me to see your wall. Why are we friends? Yeah. I don't, it's, well, it's like, oh, I, I want to see your stuff, but I don't want you to see of, mine. Yeah, no, that's why I'm screw like. Screw you. You know, that's why I was like, you need to have levels of, you know, like yeah. if, if you're a true Facebook friend or if you're more like a 
Facebook acquaintance yeah. or Facebook bastard or something. You know, it's like <laughs> in that case where it's like you you can't see my wall, but you know I can see yeah. your you know whatever. But no, I thought that was interesting. Like I said, it was gonna be a part of my segment, but once you mentioned that, I thought it was a good point to interject. But as far as other stuff at the library, we're you know story times are back. Mm-hmm. We're also as usual doing movies, which has surprisingly been better attended lately well usually there's zero so yeah. yeah this this week we uh beat that uh, you can't not really even 800 percent because 800 times zero is zero but um yeah we had eight people there this <laughs> this week um but so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so always it's hit and miss because we always generally we show first run you know as soon as basically when they've released is you know we'll show it yeah. and well we showed the johnny depp um alice in wonderland, alice in wonderland that, that had the eight people so but it, yeah, it's always hit and miss. Fortunately, we don't pay too too much for that license, so so I'm not. I don't feel as bad when we we start when we show stuff and people don't show up. And at yeah. this point, we only pay for the one license. But um, so yeah, we're still doing that. We're still here. Um, no, next next Wednesday we have a. Um, it's going to be my jo- my job evaluation. Is it, yeah 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 yeah, which um, you sound awful excited about. But, uh, yeah, for me, you know, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, So that means the next show, assuming I haven't been let go, the next show <laughs> will uh, be the day after my evaluation. So you may be in a good or a I bad mood. I may be in a good or a bad mood. Okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, so anybody out there who listens to the show, uh, feel free to email the Board of Trustees and say, I love Barrett. He's wonderful. Preferably that, not something negative. Yeah, if it's something negative, just keep it hopefully yourself. you're not even listening to the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they just keep, keep it to yourself or drop it anonymously into our, uh, our little box here at Mary Vincent. Oh my we have, gosh. We have a, a box, a suggestion box. You can drop it in there. And, and he uh, actually does respond to all of them. Yeah. So. I, I responded to the most recent ones yesterday. On the, oh, okay. The I'll have to check that out because I did hear the lo- the most recent ones. But Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it for library news. Okay. Well, next then, I guess we'll move on into Latoya's People in a Minute. So we've already covered my first one, which was Facebook. Um, now, have you? are you going to go see that movie? Oh, Social, Social Network? Network? I don't think so. I saw some on one of my Facebook friends um, posted they wanted to see it, and I guess was seeing if mm-hmm. anyone else wanted to see it. And, you know, it, it's one of those that I'll probably see when it, you know, hits Redbox or something. Yeah. Or if I had a free ticket to see it, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I don't know. Several of my friends have seen it and loved it. One of them said that he liked it, but he didn't think he would ever watch it again because oh, okay. he didn't find any of the characters likable. Um, but he said it was, you know, a good movie. Yeah, and I think and it doesn't star Michael Sarah. No, it doesn't. It's his doppelganger, okay. Jesse Eisenberg. So, Spe- speaking of movies, last week I'd mentioned me not or not being as interested in Wall Street too because it didn't have Martin Sheen. It wasn't really Martin Sheen, although he was in the movie. Right. It's Charlie who I was I was you know, wishing was actually in this one. I didn't realize. Yeah, his Charlie father. In it? Yeah, Charlie is the main, him and um, Douglas, what, who's the other guy, the main guy? Yeah. Yeah. Those two are the main people in it. For some reason I thought it was the dad. No, Martin Sheen is his dad in the movie. Okay. But Charlie Sheen is the main one in it. So, yeah, it's been a while since you've okay, seen it, yeah, so it's, it's been okay. Been a, um, 20 years, yeah. Now, Charlie, though, is the one from that two and a half minutes? Yes. Okay. I know it's so weird, but... Hmm. Which I do still watch that show. I was going through that on my um, 
They they made a uh, joke about that last night on uh, South Park. Oh. Cartman decides he wants to be a NASCAR driver, but in order to be a successful NASCAR driver, he believes you have to be d- uh, poor and dumb. Uh, keep in mind, <laughs> folks, this is not what I'm saying for the NASCAR fans out there. So in order, he, he thinks he's not poor enough, so he gives away all his money, and then he's not dumb enough. And so at one point, Butters walks in, and, and Cartman's hung himself upside down, so all the blood is rushing to his head, and he's watching a marathon of two and a half men in order to get dumber. And so they oh show they gosh. show a little fake clip from the show. Yeah. Of course, it's really stupid the clip they show, and then it goes back to Cartman. And he and he's like, "Yeah, I'm starting to feel it," you know. So oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, going back to the Facebook thing, it's it was an article posted yesterday, and it was a press conference given by the CEO Mark Z- um, Zuckerberg. Um, he said the new feature would give Facebook users controls over all the data they upload. A download your information feature will enable people to port their information, including wall posts and photographs, into a zip file. Hmm. So I think that that would be, you know, interesting. Yeah, I don't know what I would do with it, but I mean, it's interesting. And it says Facebook also introduced a feature that lets users broadcast their updates to a more narrow group of friends instead of always sharing with everyone they know. Which, again, you know, it's like, well, yeah, you had filters before that, so right. I am curious about about that. Um, I'm trying to see in the article. It's a new version of groups, which will allow Facebook users to more narrowly broadcast their information to other Facebook friends. The default setting will be closed, so only members will be able to monitor what's going on in a group. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just another version of... Um, of the filter. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. But, yeah, and as far as the movie goes, the social network, um, Zuckerberg had dismissed the film as a gross exaggeration and actually declined to comment on the movie at the press conference. I saw something, I think it was, I don't know if it was 60 Minutes or something on him. Um, and, yeah, he's actually, the life he lives is nothing like you would actually expect him to. I mean, he has basically some almost like a hole-in-the-wall type of apartment or place. And he lives with his girlfriend who's from China, and he's preparing to visit China. He's learning Chinese, and um, or I guess Mandarin, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, but He, he yeah. was a, uh, a guest star on This Week's Simpsons. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched Simpsons in so long. Um, my next thing, and, and actually this week I intentionally wanted to do something that wasn't necessarily all about entertainers, but other people in mm-hmm. in the news. Okay. To kind of Did this come from people? No. It came from oh. CBS News. Okay. Yeah. Well, I say I always assumed that the Latoya's people in a minute was kind of a play on the fact that it was all from people. Yeah, and usually it is. But this yeah. time I was like, well, I'm going to play on people, mm-hmm. but expand that to be just people of interest. Oh, okay, all right. Um so as much as I don't want to mention this, it was just something interesting. Uh, Sarah Palin. <sighs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Her favorable rating is just now at 22%. So it, they had, um, it says Sarah Palin is viewed unfavorably by nearly 50% of Americans based on a CBS poll. Um, it's a significant challenge for her to overcome should she enter the 2012 presidential race. Um, Palin is viewed favorably by just 22% of Americans, according to the poll including less than half, 44% of Republicans, wow. 21% of Independents, and 6% of Democrats. 
So, yeah, uh, I I'm totally in that group that doesn't. I just it the idea of her being <laughs> the president or even anywhere close to the presidency is disturbing to yeah. me. And the fact that people would actually vote her in. Now, to be quite honest, I'm not up on the specifics of what this whole Tea Party craze is. And I, I don't know if I really want to know. I don't, think, um, I don't think they know either. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a very, very loose um, alliance politically. Uh, the only thing that really they can hang on to is the fact that they all think they want small government. They want less government intrusion in their lives. But beyond that, they don't really have a platform. I mean, it's just a group of people who say, you know, they're, oh, I'm in the Tea Party. I don't like the current government situation. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's true because oh, you have wow. some Tea Party candidates who are like, uh, like what's her name? Uh, the one who's been getting all the attention yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Mayer. Um, you know, she's very, very ultra right-wing conservative. Uh, she says masturbation is a form of adultery. Um, condom use is inhuman. Um, How's that inhuman? Well, you know, it's... It goes against what it's sex is for. Yeah. But I mean, it's one for could argue, yeah, and that's yeah. so. That's the only reason why you would have sex. Well, I guess know, is that the only would, reason she why she say, had sex? She would say that you should be in a loving, married relationship, right? And that you should enjoy sex, but sex is not meant just for enjoyment. It's for for bringing life into. Well, yeah, but I mean, but world. you could also argue the fact that if you're in that loving whatever relationship. Yeah. You want to be responsible and not. Yeah. I don't. Go I don't know how she would feel about uh, populate the the, the yeah. world. I mean, I don't know how she would feel about other means of birth control. Um, but specifically, a she condom, she was quoted she was as saying condom use was inhuman. Wow, I, I inhuman. See, I just know just yeah. that that it's inhuman yeah. seems so. But to me, the the masturbation is a form of adultery. Yeah. Them. Yeah. But you know, she used to hang out with uh, you know. Witches and that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah. Oh, she is the witches the woman. woman. Okay. But uh, you know, so if you have her. She says she's a Tea Party candidate. <laughs> but then there's other Tea Party people who who are not as ultra conservative as that. They feel strongly just that we need a small. I don't think that's government. really saying they're conservative. They're just wackadoodle. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, wackadoodle. Just, yeah. Well, I know that that is the PC. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it just it seems so weird to me that. A lot, and we've talked about this before, you know, when people are like, oh, they're conservative. A lot of these time, the times, these people are just crazy. <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah. they take conservative to a whole level that is yeah. just scary. I mean. And, and to be fair, some, there are some ultra liberals who are also just Right, crazy. right, right. Um, you know. But yeah, so, mm. Anyway, so I just thought that was interesting, Sarah Palin, because, you know, I honestly, I don't know if she's a true viable candidate. No, for, she's not. For, no, I'm saying this. <laughs> when 2012 hits, if she truly will still be in. I wouldn't be surprised if she ran. Because okay. what, does she have, what does she have to lose? Or if what she, does she have she going gets, on If right she gets now, lucky, really? she might be president. If she gets lucky. <laughs> if, if, it, if it's a big fireball. There's the people who like her will still like her, and they'll think she was untreated, uh, treated unfairly by the media, and she'll probably get another TLC or whatever show out of it, you know, some other show where she follows moves around, and, um, <laughs> and you know that kind of stuff. She'll still show up on Dancing with the Stars. Maybe she'll actually be on it this time, as opposed to just rooting Bristol on. Um, you know, I mean, she she's a celebrity, um, so to me, there's no downside for her for her to run for president. Now, I you know, I think you would make a joke of the whole thing. But 
What, her running? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and it would just be unfortunate for the U.S. if she became president. Because, oh, I, I think so, yeah. Um, but then again, too, you know, I think in the news and they've again, been discussing... again, all, all the opinions expressed on the yeah. show. <laughs> um, they've been discussing in the news <laughs> just the fact that as, in terms of right now, voter turnout is very low. And I think yeah. it's unfortunate that they certainly compare it to the last presidential election. I mean, that was like magic in a bottle. I mean, yeah. in terms of just how they got people to go out there and vote, more specifically Obama's yeah. team, you know, and how that caught on for so many people. Well, I think part of the problem is the reason people are so unhappy with both sides is that more than ever, there are, there are entire organizations whose viability is based on trashing the other side. Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't matter which side of the spectrum you fall on. To me, the, to me, there are many more conservative things out there who are going to trash anybody, you know, who's not of their 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 ilk. Um, but you still have like CNBC and places like that that are, for for the most part, very liberal, and they're mm-hmm. going to spend their whole day trashing the other side. And people just get tired of it. You know, no matter which side you are, you're on, you start hating the other side, and, and you it's, get disappointed it's that your side isn't going far enough. Yeah, and then you, yeah. and it's unfortunate because, and I'm guilty of it, you reach a point of almost apathy about yeah. the whole thing. And that's you don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't look into it. And so when it comes time to vote, I used to be far more eager to do so. Now I'm like, uh, okay, what's going on? Because, I mean, yeah, I've pushed it out of my mind so much. Well, you know, the upcoming governor election is really, there's always been at least somebody that I, I would like better on the other side. You know, but with Barnes and Deal, I don't like either one of them. Yeah. Now, I know who I'm going to vote for because uh-huh. I think one of them is dangerous and the other one is just dangerous. incompetent. <laughs> so you're so voting I'm for, vote the for the lesser competent the... <laughs> one as well as the dangerous one. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't feel good about that. Which is sad. I think we're put into positions where, yeah, we're basically choosing the lesser of the two evils or. Well, I wish, I wish. And they'll never happen because there's too much money in it. I wish they could outlaw political parties. That would be nice. You know, and kind of course, like the electoral college. Yeah, and of course it kind of goes against human nature because you know people, birds of a feather flock together. Right, right. <laughs> but you, I would love to see people just run on their own merits, as opposed to running on a party platform with party backing and all that. But that'll never happen. No, unfortunately, it won't. Well, I guess it's almost Stump the Chump sign. Did you have more people? I did, but, I mean, you know, it's Stump that you can... This one can be saved because it honestly is a topic that's ongoing. Um, And I'd like to be able to engage in a far more intellectual conversation than just generalities. Um, Yeah, this episode's been uh, far too intellectual. (laughs) I I, I think people are going to be turned off. But, uh, okay. Uh, So you're going to call on your... Oh, okay. We're about to call uh, Tommy Hancock, who's editor-in-chief of Pro Se Productions, which is based out of Arkansas. And uh, we're going to give him an opportunity to kind of talk a little bit about himself and what he does and, and that kind of thing. Um, and then we're going to try and chump him. He doesn't know what the topic is today. I, well, I know the topic. Or did you go with the topic you said I did. You now, honestly, I think we're going to have another loser today. Oh, wow. Yeah, I tried to find the easiest questions I could, but on, I, I, I took it myself and, and only got lost? two of them right. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi, Tommy. This is Barry. Hi, Barry. <laughs> and Latoya, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're, you're... Hello, Latoya. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. You know, doing a show with Barry, it's difficult, but 
But someone's got to do it. I, I cannot imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Tommy, um, we're recording right now, so uh, right. please be aware that anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. I understand completely. Awesome. Now, um, can you start by kind of telling us a little bit about who you are? I mentioned that you are editor-in-chief of Pro Se Productions, but maybe you can tell us what that is and about this pulp arc thing that I've heard rumors about. Okay. Um, I am editor-in-chief of Pro Se Productions. Pro Se Productions is a um, press company centered in Batesville, Arkansas. And basically our goal is to um, put the, as I, as I always say, put the monthly back in pulp. In other words, we are producing a monthly pulp magazine. We initially started with three titles and consolidated into one um, that rotates to the original three. So it's, uh, we, each month we present, we produce Pro Se Presents, and there is a subtitle each month, and it's either Masked Gun Mystery, Peculiar Adventures, or um, Fantasy and Fear, and they both rotate out. And this just produces original pulp material from um, both established professional writers and uh, new writers. Pulp Art is being sponsored by Pro Se Productions, and it is a pulp convention slash writers conference. We wanted to do something that would attract people not only to Facebook but to, to Arkansas for a pulp event, and of course, a convention can do that, but also we kind of we turn this into a different creature. It's not just a convention. There will be panels of fans, and there will be vendors, and there will hopefully be scantily clad costume girls. Um, <laughs> but and, and, and there you know, will also and now Tommy, I'm planning to I'm I'm planning to come scantily clad myself. Okay, um, well then we may have to reschedule. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyhow, I'll just make sure that's why I'm doing a panel, Barry. Um, <laughs> yeah, no one I, wants to see that, really. Yeah. <laughs> but we also are providing writers and artists workshops. We're providing opportunities for writers to get together and either jam on ideas or offer tips to each other, artists also. And there are going to be several events that are aimed specifically at the writers and artists to to focus more on the, that community. I mean, we want it to be a convention, and we want fans to come in because we want to sell books, but I don't want people to get lost in the fact that this is just a convention, because it's not. It's an opportunity to build on the community that's already growing. Awesome. Um, and now, of course, you mentioned all your editor stuff, and, and you're doing the, uh, the pulp arc and everything, but you're a writer as well. Yes, um, I have. Uh, been published, of course, in, in, in our own magazines. I have, matter of fact, Peculiar Adventures is named for uh, one of my big characters, Peculiar Oddfellow. And um, I've been published by Airship 27, by Age of Adventure, and have several other things in the works as well. Awesome. Well, um, now, have you ever listened to our show before? I'm actually, to be honest, only briefly last night I listened to the latest episode. I've got all the others downloaded now, but I listened to, I think you entitled it Dino's Lobotomy. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And I listened to that last night. Okay, awesome. Well, then you kind of know how the Stump the Chump thing works. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask you five questions. In order to win, you have to get at least three correct. And you are playing for a wonderful prize. Uh, now, just for being on the show, we're going to mail you a button 
that says you were caught in the stacks with Barry and... LaToya. <laughs> and if you get three out of the five questions correct, you'll get a prize. Do we know what the prize is? I thought you were deciding on I thought the you prize. were deciding. No. You'll get a cool prize. <laughs> yeah, you asked me last night if I knew what the prize was, and I said, uh, no. And yeah, and I figured, I figured you were going to, oh, you know. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. It'll be something cool, Tommy. It'll, it'll be impressive. That'll now, be fine. Now, um, of course, go ahead and verify for the audience. You had no idea what the topic was going to be today, and in fact, still don't know. I still don't know, no. Yes. I actually tried to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to tell you. Um, now, tonight, uh, since this is being recorded on October 7th, tonight is actually the first games of the National Hockey League season. Oh, dear. God. Yes. <laughs> I felt so, the same way when he mentioned this to me, because <laughs> he is an uber hockey geek. <laughs> yeah. now, now, Tommy, are you telling me that people in Arkansas don't love hockey? I'm lucky I can spell it. No, hockey in Arkansas is when you spit, Barry. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you five questions that are National Hockey League trivia questions. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, have to, I have to tell you, Tommy. Hey, Latoya, you won't have to worry about that prize. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, now, I have to tell you, just before we start, we've only, uh, what episode is this, like 1920? Something. We've only ever had two losers. Um, a, a guy named Kel Carpenter has lost twice. Yes, he's our biggest loser. Yeah, and then uh, Kendrick Perez, um, who is sleeping with either myself or LaToya, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> um, those two are the only losers we've ever had. Yes. So. That is until now. Yeah, could be. <laughs> All right, now you, they are multiple choice, though. Okay. Okay, so here's number one. How many teams were in the NHL in the 2000-2001 season. Was it 32, 26, 30, or 27? 26. Yeah, it was 30. Did he say 22? It sounded like he said 22, but I assume he meant 32. Okay, because it's like, that wasn't even a choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tom, I Tom, hope this is... Yeah, Tommy's oh, thinking outside man. the box. Yeah, wow. <laughs> no, I, I know what I said. Keep going. I'm going to lose anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. What are the dimensions of a regulation NHL playing surface in feet? Now, see, I didn't, I didn't mix it up and make you do metric system here. This is in feet. Jeez. Is it 200? It's not going to matter. Go ahead. <laughs> is it 250 by 100? 500 by 200? 200 by 85? Or 185 by 100? Do you want me to repeat them? 185 by 100. Yeah, yeah it's 200 by 85. Wow. Now, now, but Tommy's Tommy's just making it exciting because he, if he gets the next three correct, he'll still win. Well, we've never had anyone get all of them wrong, so he could be setting a new record. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick only got one right when he played. You do, you do understand that I know that this was done with playful malice. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Barry. <laughs> well, 
Well, I told Atoya beforehand, I said, yeah, I, I tried to get the easiest ones I could find, but they were kind of hard. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get yeah. any of these, so. Okay, Tommy, let's see if you can do this one. Okay. What team was the first to win five consecutive Stanley Cups? I think you're going to get this one right. Yeah. Was it the Edmonton Oilers, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Montreal Canadiens, or the New York Rangers? <laughs> Maple Leafs. No. It was the Canadiens who have actually won more Stanley Cups than anybody else. But only Fine. hockey people would totally get this. So. Yeah. Well, we still have two more questions. Yay! Let's let's <laughs> just go ahead and finish. Let's see if I can make a record. Yes. That's right. <laughs> this time, why not the worst? All right, number four. Which NHL team franchise has been in, has been known as the Kansas City Scouts and the Colorado Rockies? So this same franchise started out as the Kansas City Scouts, then became the Colorado Rockies and then became what they are currently known as, which is the Chicago Blackhawks, the Buffalo Sabres, the New Jersey Devils, or the New York Islanders? Sabres. It was the New Jersey Devils. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, well, I'm excited. Woo! Yeah. Now this one, this one has a story attached to it. I don't think he cares about the story. Well, but it, <laughs> give a darn. the question doesn't make any sense without the story, really. Okay. Fine. What was the team mascot that raised controversy over an incident with Craig McTavish in the 2002-03 season? Now, what happened was, is the team mascot was leaning over the the, the little wall, the little glass thing and was taunting a player by the name of Craig McTavish. Craig McTavish then leaped up, attacked the mascot, <laughs> and ripped out the mascot's tongue. Hmm. So what I'm about to ask you is, which mascot was it? Okay. Was it the Thunderbug, Carlton the Bear, Howler, or Harvey the Hound? Which one had his Howler. tongue ripped out? Howler. Howler. It was Harvey the Hound. Yay, you set a new record! <laughs> oh, wow. That's... So are you and Barry still going to be friends after this? <laughs> well, I would say, yeah, we'll just never talk sports, but... Never talked sports before. <laughs> now you'll definitely never do that again. <laughs> now that you know what kind of sports he's into. <laughs> what? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> well, you know they say it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt, and then it's hockey. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, Tommy. Or what was that? I said, he said, oh, it's hockey. I said, or a pole. Oh, oh okay. True, yeah. yeah, that is true. Well, now, um, I do appreciate you coming on, and uh, despite the fact that you went zero for five, um, but, it was I still mean, fun. But, I mean, you set a record. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're going to be terrible, you might as well be the so, worst. So, I mean, Kel is our biggest loser, and Tommy's our record-setting loser. That's true. Now, Tommy, at some point, we might invite you back to see if you can redeem yourself. 
Because that's what we did with Kellen. He just lost all over again. So. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's, but, but if you do that, I'm going to get something like five badminton questions. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're, you're saying? You you like us to stay no, in sports? Not. I mean, sports <laughs> not my thing at all. You know I'm, I'm going to get like, you know, losing. <laughs> Well, now, now I, I'll be honest. My original idea was to do something related to adult movies. Yeah, and I told him I don't know if that was appropriate. Yeah, so then I went to hockey. Yeah, you know, because I could totally I make that connection. Some of those. <laughs> yeah. I, I know you've never seen any, but you may have heard about them. Yeah, that's it. Yes, I may have heard about them from various sources. <laughs> <laughs> like the next room over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Tommy, and um. We'll be in touch. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> that was that wow. was scary, Barry. Why why you do that to your friend? Well, That's just wrong. You know, I mean, I took the questions myself, and I did get two correct. Um, but I mean, okay. For one, hockey is not a huge American sport. I, I picked one that said it was easy. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and the fact that you, a professed hockey lover, yeah, get two of them right. How do you well, expect any normal person to get any, even one of them? Yeah. I wasn't going to get any of those right. Yeah. Like, ask me one that you didn't ask. That I didn't ask you? Yeah, because, I mean, I only looked at the ones you asked and... Okay. Um, who set a record in 1976 by scoring 10 points in a game? Gretzky. Gretzky's one of the choices. It's also Ron Francis, Maurice the Rocket Richard, or Daryl Sittler. Gretzky. It was Sittler. Okay. I just said Gretzky because he he's like the most famous person in hockey. It's true. Yeah. So I just, you know, that still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Tommy just brought the whole show down. Don't bring me down. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of depressed now. Well, I just, I feel bad for him and for you because you just totally ruined that friendship. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to bring my friend on and make him lose. Well, it's called Stump the Chump. You know, yeah, so I think some weeks we've been too easy on people. I guess, but that you know. was just horrendous. And that's the way it always is, though. I mean, it's always kind of kind of random. Yeah, because, I mean, the week that I played, you were looking for me to just completely yeah. bomb well, out. Well, I mean, you look at the topics, and very few of them actually... I mean, you know, when Anthony was on, he had Mel Gibson. I mean, yeah. there's no reason to think he would have done well there. Um, Andrew Smith had the Goonies. He had never seen the Goonies. Yeah, that's And he got sad. three out of five. Yeah. Um... You know, I mean, how many did Elise get? I don't know. That's why I, I have I know she won. Yeah. She yeah. had to have gotten at least three, and then I don't know that one. I have to go back and listen to the show to find and, out. And with Allie, when he came on and got his five for five, I, I did not know he was a, that he was an fan. Indiana Jones yeah. fan. Um, you know, so for all I know, Tommy was going to say, oh, man, you know, I had season tickets to the St. Louis Blues games right, last year. Right, because I'm, yeah, that was going to happen. You know. Yeah, so, oh, well. Yeah. You have one less friend now. Is he one of like your Facebook friends? I was about to say I don't even remember that. Okay, I remember now. <laughs> I Is he one of your Facebook of... friends? Yeah, yeah. That's He's where, totally um... gonna unfriend you now. Oh, he probably will. put you on that filter. Yeah. <laughs> be like loser filter. I'll be uninvited to Paul Park now. <laughs> yeah. And the sad thing is, you know, he's supposed to be posting a review of the Rogue Flying Five today. Oh, um, so that yeah, was, mm. I may have lost a tip of the fedora. That's how he writes. Now, see, that's what you should have done to really get into his head to see if he read your stuff. Oh, it could have been all, all about you. All, all about that one book. And that, yeah, and it'd be like, see, mm, yeah. okay. So on page thirty-six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we should move on from that. 
Yeah, because it's a full morning. I stepped out and had to deal with staffing issues and then came back in. And <sighs> Moving on to Barry and LaToya's music in a minute. Barry's music in a minute. Um, yeah, you know, um, obviously this week uh, the Robbie Williams, Gary Barlow song came out uh, in the UK. Um, it's probably going to hit number two. That's what they're expecting. Really? Uh, number one is going to be uh, CeeLo Green's Forget You, uh, which... You know, they changed the name because you can't play the actual song on the radio. I played that for you. Uh, it's another word that starts with F. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's a fun song. But uh, yeah, on the radio, when you hear it, it's, it's, he says, forget you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's going to be number one. I, I wonder why artists do that. Like, if they want their stuff to go mainstream, yeah. they know that in these cases you're going to have to filter it. Yeah. Um, and something like that, you have to insert a different word because you can't bleep out every single... Every, every chorus, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, the Robbie song is going to hit number two, okay. which I think is fine. He's, he's kind of gotten in a rut of number twos. You know, yeah. Bodies hit number two. Yep. The album hit number two. Uh, this single's going to hit number two. Um, well, but, he's you know, staying consistent. Yeah, well, and I think anybody who's been in the, the music business for 20, 20 years, years, he still has number two that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it shows that he's still very relevant. Yeah. So... But um, in the UK and in the UK. everywhere he's, else, he's very, except not for relevant the here. The US, really. yeah. yeah. The US was that you were wearing the other day. Your got Robbie shirt. Yeah, and then someone's like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a break thing. You totally yeah. couldn't get it, but but uh, yeah, his greatest hits album comes out next week, mm-hmm. and uh, then, which you've already pre-ordered. Oh, of course, and, yeah. But you didn't get like the super ultra edition. I got the, got, the like, level the right below it. Okay. Um, because there's one that came with like the DVD of all the videos and like a sweat and stuff. No. <laughs> I didn't need that, but um, I am getting. I've pre-ordered on iTunes. And I pre-ordered the physical copy, right? Which comes with a book. Yeah, I do that too um, with Michael Bublé stuff. Now, then in uh, November, of course, comes uh, the Take That album, mm-hmm. and, which you're uh, getting. Which the album is called Progress, right? And, oh yeah, uh, you said that. Didn't they just release the fairly title. recently yeah. the title? And uh, the first single is going to be called The Flood, and uh, the people who've heard it that the rumors going around is that people who've heard the album say it sounds nothing like. The previous Take That albums. Really? But that hmm. it's brilliant. Oh, know? of course. It's always brilliant. But, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious what it's going to sound like. There's brilliant so. Brits. Yeah. But uh, in terms of other music, I actually haven't um, bought any new music this week. I'm although, surprised. Uh, Not I even did, the free iTunes download. No. But I, I did kind of, uh, on Facebook, I mentioned the fact that I consider uh, the, the Joshua Tree by U2, which mm-hmm. is generally considered one of the greatest albums of all time, I think it sucks. Really? There are three good songs on it. There's. Um, I'm not a huge YouTube fan. You know, so. I, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Where the streets have no name, and um, there's a third one. Which they all kind of sound the same. So okay. Yeah, and they're and they're, they're all on this album, and uh, those three tracks, of course, are classics. Mm-hmm. To me, everything else on the, the album is horrible. Oh, crap. Oh, okay. Horrible. I mean, it's it's to the point of when I try to listen to it, three or four songs will play, and I realize, oh. You know, I, I, I'd forgotten to pay attention. Um, <laughs> now, I know people who just love it. I just don't get it. Well, see, I, I think sometimes a lot of people will say an album is great because of the fact that, like, three songs on it was great. Yeah. It's like, no. Like, I mean, a great album, Jagged Little Pill. The whole yeah, album the whole great, was yeah. good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's truly one of those great albums. Well, again, yeah, there are others, for example, in this case, Joshua True, where it's like, yeah, there were some three really great songs and the yeah. rest was just crap. Well, yeah, to me, if it's a great album, there can be not more than one song yep. that's just crap. Just a filler song yeah. or whatever. Um, to me, you know, Purple Rain, one of the greatest albums ever made. Mm-hmm. I like every song on the album. Um, 
Man, I just love that album. And and, and it's it, that album's only 40 minutes long. Only 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, every time I listen to it, I'm like, man, this album should be twice as long. Yeah. That's proof it's a good album. With Joshua Tree, when it's over, I'm like, wow. You know, that's like an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, getting, I'm not back. getting back. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I feel that way about Thriller as far as in terms of a great yeah. album. Yeah. You know, so... So yeah, I, we should discuss that sometime. You know. Like, yeah, well, maybe we will come in with a list of what we consider the best albums in our lifetimes. Yeah, you're gonna totally be making fun of me. Probably, but I mean, okay. I do that anyway. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What kind of things are gonna be on your uh, list? Probably a Britney album will be on there. Well, you know. I mean, you like Britney. I, like I'm Britney, just, okay. I know that you're yeah. not gonna be like, oh yeah, I, I think that was a great album. You know. Yeah. But what would it be like the first one? Or? Probably, yeah. Because there's other songs on other ones that I really love, but since we're talking about an album in its entirety, then yeah, yeah her first one. With Robbie, um, my first thought would be to go with Escapology, mm-hmm. um, which had Feel and uh, Come Undone and Something Beautiful. Did it have Angels and, on that one? Or? No. Okay. Um, it, had, it had like four or five hits off of that one. It's a great album. Uh, and it has stuff that wasn't hits, but it, Robbie fans was know like, like Hot Fudge. Was it on that one or on an earlier one? No, Evan's on uh, Sing When You're Winning. Okay. But, um, Which I like. His swing album I love. Yeah. No, not swing when you're in it. I know. I'm Sing saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, it, but I, I think I might actually go with uh, Reality Killed the Video Star. Really? Uh, yeah, I love that album. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which is the one he came out with last year. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's a great album. I'm but, surprised. Uh, but yeah, we, we should do that. That'd be interesting. Okay. To us, anyway. And that's really the only people listening. I know. We just like to hear Although our voices. Although, I think the chumps, the chumps usually will listen because they want to hear their part. Yeah. And, and they'll it, continue they, to listen yeah, to Yeah, they'll the listen rest. to the first part, you know, to see if we lead into them. And yeah. they'll listen afterwards to see if we come back and make fun of them like we make fun of Tommy for going over for five. Right. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. So, that, that's Barry's uh, music. Music, yeah. Movie and TV chat. Still, I'm still catching up with stuff. I'm... Okay, so we talked last week about Dexter. I've and now you like it. I have now. I'm immersed in it. I'm in season three of mm-hmm. it. Um, I would have probably been done with season three, but um, my boyfriend and I are now at a point where he had not seen the episodes, and so mm-hmm. I have to watch it with him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm. I told you wow. it was good. It it is um, intense, and I, you're right. The gore is not as bad as a CSI kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's much more of a, a, of a psychological thing. Yeah. I, I really like, and this season is a season that has Jimmy Smith's in it. Yeah. And it's, it's an interesting dynamic between the two of them and the fact that he has a friend, you know, and, and Kendrick and I were talking about the fact that, you know, it's like, yeah, he's your friend right now because you're kind of doing what he wants you to do. Like you're yeah. taking out people he wants you to take out. And it just aligns with the fact that you like to take out bad people too. But yeah. I'm like, he he seems like he's an opportunistic type of person when you allow him to be. Because, I mean, he is, well, he's a, a ADA or whatever. So people in those types of positions, have, yeah. you know, have issues too, just like politicians. But, um, yeah, it's been really, really enjoyable. Um, so I'm looking forward to not necessarily finishing because we don't have showtime. I don't plan on getting showtime. <laughs> um but I know that season four we have here at the library. Yeah. And um, I don't know if, if Jared's cataloged it yet, but once I get it, because I'm on the list to get it, I think I'm like third down on the list or something. Um, once I get it, then we'll watch those, and then maybe by then I can find a good deal on season five or something. So are you going to um, consider reading the books? No. They're good. 
I mean, they're, they're a little different. The first book is is similar to the first season, but after that, it goes in darkly three different dreaming directions. Dexter. Yeah, um, the brand new one just came out. Really? Um, which I I think is something like Deli- deliciously Dexter or something oh, okay. like that. But I know you said you haven't read the entire series. No, I've read the first three. And then yeah. okay, so I wonder if we're getting that one. Oh, we've already got it. I saw it oh. downstairs the other day. So oh, okay. See, so I mm. yeah, they're but they're no, very I'm, popular books. People. <laughs> You know. Look, we didn't even get to talk about last week the fact that I was reading. I got interrupted, yeah. all this stuff. But so, what do you want to go on into book talk? Sure, yeah. I am reading, still reading Crocodile on the Sandbank. I'm halfway through the book. Based on the Kindle. It's hard to tell on the Kindle. Yeah. I hate the that's book, the one thing I The really paperback's hate. very small. It's almost less than it's not pages. A, it's not really small. It's I mean, thick. It's, no. No. It's like that big. It but is I not. think the text is huge. I'm gonna go out there and get it. <laughs> I think the text is like a two hundred page book. Something I don't know. You, see, talk about what you're reading. I'm going out there because that's not fair. You can't be like making it seem like I'm, I'm reading saying, some like I'm five page book or something. Not, no, no, no. I mean, it's a legitimate yeah, but no, book. you make it seem. I've like, read it. I liked it. But I mean, let's not. It's not War and Peace. Okay? Well, absolutely not. Yeah, Baby Steps. Yeah, but are you gonna read the next one when you're done with this? One? Probably. Um, There's a bunch of books in that series. It's I, a I huge stopped at some series. point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a pretty big series. The downside is that with the Kindle, I don't think all of them are on the Kindle yet, mm-hmm. and so it's like, ah, oh, great. You know, I don't want to pick up the physical copy. I want to yeah. just be able to tote it around. But considering how slowly I read, or just you know, like I have to be like I'm in these moods where sometimes I really like voraciously want to read, then other times I'm like, eh, whatever, yeah. you know. So at this point, I'm in one of those semi-voracious states because I read quite a bit of it initially and I've kind of slowed down a bit um so hopefully I haven't looked hopefully the next book is on the Kindle yeah and as it's since it's nearing Christmas and because my family and people assume that because I'm a librarian I love reading um you know I do in theory <laughs> but, I do recommend you know if you, if if it's on there you know the first of the Ann Perry stuff with Thomas Pitt Thomas and Charlotte Pitt just gift it to me or something because then I'll actually read it. I download it on oh, the Kindle. Speaking of which, I did update my wish list on Amazon. Oh, you did? Cool. So it'll yeah. make Christmas shopping easier. Or my which birthday. I recommend to everybody. Yeah, that too. I recommend <laughs> to everyone because I've made my family members, like um, my immediate family members, do. I hate when you ask for someone, you know, what do you want for Christmas or a birthday or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Or It's like, just get an Amazon wish list. That way, you keep it up to date, which is not really difficult. It's, you know, when you think about it, it's something that you want, so you throw yeah. it on there. And then when it's gift time, you just go, and it's like, okay, I'll just buy that. That reminds me, for some reason, mm-hmm. um, of, I should have mentioned other music. I did I did actually buy some music this week. See? Um, Pixie Lott, another uh, UK star, has finally um, got some music on I saw her. Wasn't she on um, Graham Norton? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a little cute thing. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Um, she wasn't one that I actually fast forward through when she was singing. So. Yeah. Um, I bought uh, her single "Boys and Girls," which is uh, really really good. Mm-hmm. And then the only other thing they have on the, the American I- iTunes because you'd got me "Mama Do," I think, from some one of your illegal sites. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, the only other album they have on there is um, her live, um, and it's I'm okay. Not, She's you not, know how I feel about live. Well, albums I, I like some live albums, but. That case, it wasn't a particularly good one because you know she does a lot of stopping and talking to the audience. Yeah, because, you it's know, like, I'd like to hear the song. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm reading two books right now. Uh, I'm reading the Comics Journal. Um, I'll let you do that. I'm gonna go grab the book because I'm so like irritated with you. you. Well, you know, I assumed you might want to talk with me about what. No, I'm you, you you're fine by yourself. Okay, I'll be right back. All right. 
Well, I'm reading two books right now. I'm reading uh, the Comics Journal Library, Volume 6, which is The Writers. And it's actually interviews with uh, prominent comic book writers from 1975 to 1985. And uh, so it has people in it like uh, Alan Moore from right around the time of Watchmen, um, Harlan Ellison, who's a jerk, um, Marv Wolfman, Lynn Ween, uh, Chris Claremont, Jerry Conway, um, lots of, of very great people in there. Steve Gerber, uh, there's an interview with him that's, um, well, that's, yeah, how many pages is that? No, the, see, it's not thin. You're well, first all of all, I was thinking about the paperback, but the it's hardback. It's 271 pages. Okay, so it's not a long book. None Especially with this, I, I, I'm holding this up so people at home can see it. Uh, it's pretty large print. And I said that if you, when yeah. you listen back to the show, which so I know it's like you a don't always book. do. It's 271 pages. But it's a 200-page book if it had a normal size print. That, this is normal for some people. This is not large print. That's that's okay. right on the cusp. I, yes, that is yeah. true. But it's I think it's it's manageable print. Yeah. Not like your books that have huge print. My books don't have huge Yours print. Yours has big print and is spaced out and stuff. Have you looked at my books? Uh, some of them. Have you looked at the Rook Volume 5? I actually no, think I, the Rook Volume 5, the print is too small. Really? No, I think I've looked at the pictures in that one. Yeah, well. Anyway, so <laughs> I read, I'm reading that one right now. It's fascinating. The other book I'm reading is called Obama's Wars, huh. and it's by uh, Bob Woodward. Uh, I'm a big, I, I hate to say I'm a Woodward fan, you know, but I've actually read most of his books, except for the journalist? one... Yes. <laughs> Look, I, I'm thinking, oh, great, you know, this is... Well, you should know Bob Woodward yeah. because they, cause he wrote, you know, he co-wrote All the President's Men, which no. is about Watergate, which they turned into, into a, a movie. movie. Yeah, I know that. I was going to say, I know it's a movie, yeah, but no, I was saying Bob Woodward. I was like, wait a second, that's a journalist. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, so I've actually read most of the Woodward books, <laughs> and uh, so this one's uh, interesting so far. Um, so Obama's Wars. Yeah. Which reminds me, they're saying this morning, speaking of Obama and the administration, that that the White House intentionally covered up the Gulf um, leak, oil leak situation by telling the Americans or just the world um, how much oil was leaking into the Gulf and it was actually more and they knew it was more. Yeah, I'd heard that they, they had covered up the worst of it. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. you know, it's... I don't know. I'm, if that truly is the case, if they knew and told us otherwise... And I'm, I don't, I'm not saying it reflects on Obama directly... I mean, of course, it's a whole, but that's that is disappointing, you know. I mean, what do you expect them to do? Come out and tell us, oh yeah, it's never going to get cleaned up. All the people are going to die. I mean, and yeah, that's it's just, natural. Well, to, to I think I think though that if you were an even a somewhat intelligent human being, yeah. you would know that regardless of what they tell you, oh, we're going to be able to just clean this up. It's like no, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really work that way. Yeah, it's almost always worse than whatever they're saying. Yeah, I just wish they'd come right so. out though and said. You know, look, this is really, it is bad. It's its uh, a lot worse than you yeah. probably think. And Of course, I mean, I don't, I don't you know, the, during, while it was going on, even BP was constantly saying, oh, it's this. And then the next day, well, no, actually it's this. You know, so I mean. I'd much rather them have said, we honestly cannot give you a, a figure, anything yeah, like that. People don't like that. When I know they don't like it, but it's like, you know, and I know like they're going to ask for an estimate, but still not stand firm on, oh, yeah, no, it's not, you know, and when they started arguing with each other and saying, you know, our estimate is right, no, yours is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just, it's just frustrating. But anyway, so the Obama book on... Mm. So I'm reading the Obama book in the Comics Journal, Volume 6, mm, by the okay. writers. Uh, and they're both very interesting books. The uh, the Comics Journal book is a little more fun reading. Um, 
So which one is it that you take into the toilet with you, or is that just magazines? Uh, well, generally I have a magazine in my, my bathroom at home or whatever I'm reading. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I suppose it would be the comics journal book because it's more fluffy reading. I mean, I'm not going to read something that's going <laughs> to make it constipated. Or <laughs> you know, first of all, I'm not in there long enough to read more a page or two anyway, usually. So, you know, I guess if I was going to be in there for a while. But Do I, some never, serious I, I never really planned for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we need to wrap things up because we're obviously... Um, yeah, it's right about a minute, four seconds. A minute, really? Yeah, hour and minute. Hour <laughs> well, and three we minutes. have a meeting that we're supposed to be in. At noon? No, at 11, because we yeah, have another... I don't know. I, you just ask where you're scheduling, I think. How can, I can't help what, you know, the, well, things like, are crazy. It's like, you know, things at 10, and then you know it's going to run over an hour. At 11, you schedule something. I didn't know this was going to run over an hour for sure, because today I wasn't even in the mood to do the show. I was it's like, always going to be over an hour. Whatever. That's just like when our, our training day on Monday. We're, by the way, we're closed to, to the, the public, public on Monday, um, but we're going to be here doing a training day. You know, you always put things like back, 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 and they always run over all over each other. Same thing with our interviews. You'll schedule Which we like have eight one interviews today. over the course of like four hours, and of course it ends up striking six hours. So some poor soul's waiting two hours for us to get to them. Anyway, we need to go. Yes, we need to go. So what is what did you decide that? And I'm that not going to have any time to have my lunch now. I was going to go in the back and have my lunch. You can have it later. Well, at one. I'm going to be downstairs because of the schedule you have for me at Circulation Desk. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I guess we should go. Yes. Bickering um, done for today, or at least recorded Yeah, bickering. we're going to hit the stop button and then continue bickering. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we assuming I don't lose my job next Wednesday. Yep. And I've seen it happen before to directors. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Then, uh, you know, maybe I'll be back on Thursday. Maybe you won't be like fired you'll just be exiled yes yeah, so maybe maybe very in exile but That'll be unpaid next week's episode. Yeah. yeah but no this week's episode is named what uh i don't know you'd said something earlier like a do or something like no that. it was something earlier about the county or something oh i forget it and was, then uh, so now i'm like maybe it should be something about the nhl or something because yeah. it was just yeah so where are we having the meeting i don't know I guess people are coming up here, so maybe it's up here. <laughs> I don't know. Well, bye, everybody. Bye. Mwah.